what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And on episode 161 of the show, I'm going to talk to you about courage. I'm going to talk to you about facing your fears and stepping into your power. I think this is a really, really powerful episode, and I think that you will really enjoy it. And if you do, as always, I just ask that you screenshot it, review it, subscribe, and tell a friend, tell a friend. I'm going to go ahead and read the review of the show. It's in all caps. I finally figured out how to write a review <laughs> by Shay K. Irvin. Jesse Lee or hashtag boss Lee is the queen of the empire. Now the queen of business podcasts, whether you are a network marketer or not, this is going to be your new favorite podcast. The value that JL throws down for free 99 and every day for that matter is absolutely mind blowing. Her energy is infectious. And if you need a motivational boost, then listen to the people's mentor. Thank you, Jesse Lee for being you and changing lives for the better. I love her. And so will you Shay K Irvin. I love it. Thank you. Um, today's training is actually going to be about courage. And so this is something that I'm really excited about. Um, I feel good about it. How is everybody feeling in general? Is everybody's energy good and high and awesome? It looks good. Seems good. Um, I'm not totally sure on when new flavors are dropping, but I do know they are dropping. So that's something to look forward to today. Um, so like I said, I want to talk about um, effective, maybe strategies to become more courageous, ways you can be more courageous in your life, um, especially if you're in a place in your life maybe where you're feeling a little fearful. And so I guess this kind of piggybacks a little bit on last night's training about belief, um, but I think that we can all be a little more courageous in our lives. I think we can be a little more courageous in our businesses. I think we can be a little more um, courageous in taking the steps towards doing what we need to do in our businesses instead of having our lives paralyzed uh, with fear, which I think I see a lot of, right? And I, I think some of sometimes that's um, fear of success. Sometimes that's fear of failure. Sometimes I don't really know. Like I think sometimes we have fears that are totally irrational that make no sense, and we 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 catch ourselves self catch ourselves self sabotaging. And so if you agree with that, you can hit it in the chat so we all know we're not alone and we're all similar in that. Um, and and I just, I, I find that a lot. I find that we are scared to do things we know we need to do. I find that we're scared to take leaps of faith because um, of maybe other people's judgment. And especially when it comes to our business, I think sometimes we hold ourselves back from our greatness because we're scared of what people will say and do. Um, they're not listening, but that's their biggest issue here, right? Their biggest issue is there's this, this, this worry about what other people are going to think about them, what other people are going to say about them, what the YouTubers are going to say, what the bloggers are going to say, what the Italian doctors are going to say. And it puts them, Kenny's on here and, and Agatha's on here. I think they'll agree with me. It's, it paralyzes even their biggest leaders. That's what they're constantly watching. I know they're talking too much. That's what they do. Um, but uh, <laughs> it paralyzes them because they spend so much time looking at what everybody else is doing instead of focusing on what they can control. And so I want to work through this because I think um, sometimes those fears are what actually holds us back from getting what we actually what we actually want. And it's, there's no such thing as being fearless. Okay. It's more so about feeling the fear and then doing things anyway. And I think that's really where the, the confidence conversation, like we can continue from last night, um, also starts to take a role, right? Where your, your confidence comes from your competence, like we talked about. And so it's like every time you do something and you step a little more into that fear and a little bit more into that, um, uncomfortability, I don't think that's a word, but I'm gonna make it up. Um, you get into that uncomfortable stages 
actually where you can start to fly because it forces you to grow. It forces you to become a different version of yourself. It forces you to become better. And really that's what conquering fear um, is all about. And so that's kind of what you've used that word. Okay, good. That's really what it ends up being all about. And so first thing is I want you to kind of ask yourself, should you take actions to solve the fears that you have? Okay, should you take action? More often than not, it's going to be yes, right? Because, you know, life has an interesting, there's like two types of fear. Maybe you've heard me talk about this. There's the fears that are normal. Like you wouldn't see a lion in the wilderness and go, oh, kitty cat, right? Like, oh, come here, little meow meow. Give you a little little hyena. Oh, you want to get a little food, little snacky? No, like there's normal fears like that. And then there's some fears where it just is stupid, right? Where it's just totally irrational, where it doesn't actually make sense. And so I want you to at least write that down, that fears are not created equally. Some are actually useful. Like if a fire were in your house, you wouldn't go, oh, let's roast marshmallows, right? Um, and then some are just useless fears that we really shouldn't and, and really can't do much about, okay? Um, and so it's almost like you see those fears, like like as an example, like I said, these YouTubes here, whatever, they actually suck your strength for no reason, right? They do. They suck your strength for no reason. They make you weak. They make you stop posting on social media. They make you stop going live. They make you stop having courageous conversation. They make you stop talking about your business because they're irrational fears. And so all of us have those. This is just something that's very obvious and evident for me because I'm sitting here in Italy and I see it all day, every single day. So put those fears in their place, right? Just like you're not worried about trying to think of something crazy, just like you're not worried about like a comet or a meteor or whatever it is falling out of the sky and hitting you right now. You should not be fearing parts of your business that so many of you are actually fearful of. Um, and so the next thing is just remind yourself that these fears are actually harming you because if you want to be more courageous, you have to understand that the fear is hurting you. Okay. I understand. Like I just said, fear is a real thing to keep us safe in our lives. But in many situations, I would argue that for some of you, it's actually endangering you and certainly your business. Okay. And you can look at it anyway. I think that you start getting stressed out about money. You start getting stressed out about your business. You start getting stressed out about bills. You start getting stressed out about whatever. Um, I'm a perfect example of stress can actually almost kill you. I think you guys know the story. I ended up in the hospital three years ago because of stress. My, my stress doesn't manifest in my mind. My stress manifests um, in my body. I don't know if you guys can relate to that. You'll think I'm totally calm, but, or I mean, I feel calm actually is the great irony of that. But I want you to make sure that you are not stressing. You are not worrying, right? You are, you are not fearing things that you have no reason to fear. And I understand some of us are in high pressure situations. We're in situations where we need to make more money. We need to have more success. We need to change whatever it is in our lives, but check yourself, right? Yeah, Brooke, that's totally me. I am somebody where I feel totally fine. And then one day my body just goes, yeah, we're going to go ahead and like lay you out right now. Actually, like true story. I know this is because of a lack of sleep mostly, but also I got some, I got like a psycho message, I guess is the only way I can explain it. Um, and I, I, I ended up just literally laying on the bed and I don't even know how long I slept for. I just kind of like crashed, um, like, an hour ago, just for like a little bit, but I'm, I'm up, I'm up. So understand that fear can harm you, right? It has the potential to harm you. So you need to almost set it aside, like fold it in half and promise you'll, you'll come back to it when it's not that important. Um, 
And then just have the courage to work through that. Have the courage to work your business. Have the courage to show up. Have the courage to say, hey, I can do hard things, right? Um, I can do hard things. So next thing when it comes to this, and this is really, um, this is Italy in a nutshell, okay? Um, have the courage to get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> Okay, so for me, if you, um, so Michaela said that I am, uh, the only words I've been saying this whole time are, yeah, sure. That's what he said. He said, I say, yeah, sure. Is that right? And he goes, hmm, yeah. <laughs> Everything's, yeah, sure. So what do you want to eat? I don't care. Anything? Yeah, sure. Right? Everything, right? You want to jump off the boat? Yeah, sure. You want to do like, like whatever? Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Like, and it's because for those of you who have spent any amount of time around me, um, and you can hit the chat and let me know if you agree with me. I'm what is known as a control freak, okay? I like to get, bro, I like to control everything. I like to control everything from the freaking temperature. I like to control everything that's in my house. I like to control everything that goes in my mind. I like to control every single bit of the business. I like to control, um, I, yes, I want my wings a certain way and they better be extra crit. Like if you're the, oh my gosh, I'm so, I am such a control freak. I want everything to be the way it needs to be. I want my closet to look a certain way. I like my bed made a certain way with the right amount of pillows. And I'm not going to do it. I'll hire someone to do it, but I need it to look a certain way. I don't want stuff on my counter. Oh God, I'll get in the pool now. Okay. Like I will, I've been getting, I've been jumping in pools. It's unbelievable. Can you believe it? Oh my God. I said, yeah, sure. Okay. I didn't say yeah, sure. I got picked up and thrown in the pool, but I feel like that was really the first step. I think Kenny was there when I got thrown in. Um, that was really the first step of the trip where it was like, I'm just going to get out of my comfort zone. Like I'm just going to do things that I would say no to so many times. And I want you to look at your business in that similar light. What are things that you say no to, and you're not really sure why you do it. Right. Because if I look at my life, I think it's almost like I uh, I feel like this is like a confessional for some reason. <laughs> but like I look at my life and there's so many things I say no to. And there's no real good reason except for I feel like I'll lose control over whatever. Or I feel like somebody will look at me a different way or I feel like whatever. Great irony being that uh, if you look at the way our business has expanded and my life in general and my happiness and the amount of comments about my energy and whatever else. Well, it's because I stretched the comfort zone. It's because I did things that made me uncomfortable. Comfortable. And so like, what are things that make you uncomfortable in your business? And can you do more of those? Can you be more courageous around that? Can you send the messages to the influencers that you haven't reached out to yet? Can you try something new in regards to Facebook groups or something like that? Today, I was commenting on a million things in carnivore groups, like just an hour ago, um, after my, like, I don't know if it was a siesta. I don't know what you would call like one of these things. Okay. Whatever that was. Um, but like, I was like, Hey, you know, I don't really post in groups nearly enough. I'm going to go like hard in the carnivore group because I'm almost 50 days carnivore now. This is crazy. Like, I feel like I can actually talk to these people, right? A nap, that's what it's called, right? Okay, yeah, I don't know if it wasn't really like a nap though. It was like a coma for a minute. Like, it wasn't really like a, I'm gonna go take a nap. It was like, <clears throat> like face down. I woke up with like, like, I don't even know. So it was one of those things. You can't really call it a nap. Um, but where are places in your business you're not courageous? I know as the rising legends of this team, you know, there are certain things that sometimes you're probably not doing. Like maybe you could go live more often. Um, somebody, I heard them chattering away in Italian and somebody said something about a video or whatever, or live or blah, blah. I went, oh yeah, I haven't gone live yet today. And boom, I just set the phone up and did it, 
Where are places in your business where you are overthinking, where you're probably using negative self-talk or um, saying, oh, I'm not good enough for that, or you're saying, I don't know if I should do that. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, that maybe you can step forward. So I love Annalise saying, hey, I went live on a Facebook wall tonight instead of a Zoom that you do weekly that makes you uncomfortable. I love that. Like, where? What are little pivots you can make in your business? right? Um, there's something that I'm going to start doing because I, I actually do this with my, uh, with my hair salon is I, I don't know that it's, I mean, I guess it is cold messaging. Um, we message people. I have a VA hired to message people that are our demographic, you know, so like women with like really nice hair in the area you know, that, that, that follow a certain hashtag. Maybe you guys can get an idea for your business when I say this. So people in the area, um, with, with that, that I think we're using the hat under the, um, Frisco moms hashtag that look a certain way, uh, as, as in just long hair. Right. Um, and then I just message them and we offer them a uh we offer them a free deep conditioning treatment with their purchase of a blowout for new customers and guys i've been doing it now i've only owned the salon for two months we have like 70 new customers from it 70 right and i don't know why i did it and like didn't think to do it before or like the other owner didn't think to do it before but like people will spend $50 on that. So I want you to think about uh, about this right now for yourself. Where are things in your business? Could you, I don't know, I don't want to say, like not spamming, not like a whatever, but like can you follow maybe like a keto hashtag? Can you follow a, um, you know, keto in your town hashtag? Can you look up whatever, like whatever it is and find something of, of value? Like maybe you can even bait with uh, simple proven results, our customer group, of course. And, you know, would you like a free resource page with a purchase of a 10 day? I don't know. Like what are things you want to do? Or maybe you could say, um, you know, if you have the signal defense in stock, I'm literally free ball, free balling. That's not what the word would be. Free braining, free. Ball- <laughs> wow. I like your faces when I said that though. That was funny. Uh, this is how, you know, I need some sleep, uh, free whatevering right now. <laughs> with all of you um but i was gonna say like maybe you could give away a sachet of the new flavor uh with with a 10-day trial purchase maybe you could do signal defense with um spitballing thank you not freeballing we're spitballing thank you taffy understood where i was going with it okay we are spitballing which also sounds really dirty too so i don't really know if that should be the word that people use but anyway we're we're spitballing okay uh so whatever you want to do can is there something maybe you could reach out to people and say hey i see that you're a keto whatever um I need more women in my life. I've been with men too long. That's funny. That's probably true. Um, but can you think of something like that? If you look at the way that, uh, you know, Amanda Hodgmahalis came up with up cups and then sock cups or whatever the heck she's doing, it's just some kind of offer. But I really don't think we do much um, messaging out to, you know, I don't know if it's the word I'm looking for as influencers, but can we get more courageous in our business? Uh, quite frankly, the way I see business exploding right now, specifically on our team, but also just around the world, it's getting to the point where everybody's going to find the people. You know what I mean? I had a phone call for an hour yesterday with Fraser Brooks. Well, 54 minutes, if we're being precise. I had a 54-minute phone call with Fraser last night. And he said, um, he's like, you understand you're building the next legacy company, right? He's like, I've been around this for 32 years. Prove it's it. Like, it's it. It's the company. Like, everybody, it'll be the company that everybody joins at some point in their life. He's like, and you are all so early, I don't think people understand. And on the Italy Zoom, he was saying, there's one leader in the world right now 
who was actually leading their team in it. And I mean, he was, you know, being like really sweet and edification and I cried and whatever. He's like, she's risking her health to, to do this for you. Ah, show up, launch. I was like, oh my God, Fraser. Um, it was pretty amazing for those of you who were, who were on there. I think you're like, holy crap, it was really powerful. Um, but I want you to think about that because it's go- everyone's going to know about it. It's going to be like everybody knows about Amway. Everybody knows about Herbalife. Everybody knows about Mary Kay. It's gonna, we're going to be a legacy company. So understand whether you joined a month ago or you joined three years ago. Well, none of you joined three years ago. Like we're so early in this game right now. But if you don't have the conversations with people, somebody's going to somebody's going to, I said this to the Italians a thousand times. I was like, Italy is a small country. Like somebody there's all, there's another Italian team. Somebody's going to get to them. If you don't talk to them, right? You need to start having the conversations. You have to get courageous and you have to not care when people say, Oh, it's to this. Oh, it's to that. Oh, it's, I saw this on YouTube. Oh, I saw who cares. Like, I was like, it's amazing the amount of YouTube videos they show me because I'm like, I've never watched a single video. Like, I, I'm actually curious. You guys want to put it in the chat? Like, are y'all with me? I've never watched a single video on YouTube about our ketones. Never. Nope, 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 nope. Never. Never. Okay, there's not even a single person who said yes. That's, yeah, that's kind of what, for what? Never, never. Nope, nope, nerp, nerp. You. I'm like, what do you, I don't, I don't have time to watch that. I'm too busy making sales. I don't know nothing about nothing except for fat loss, muscle preservation, sleep, skin, mood, focus, energy, digestion. What else, did, what other videos do I need to watch? I don't care. Okay. I'm just saying like the videos of people bashing or whatever else, like good for them. The way I look at it is it's freaking publicity, right? I'm like, keep talking because people, if I, if they're talking on YouTube and I'm hashtagging keto Italia, guess who's going to get sales? Right? Like, because it's going to get driven to me. I don't care. So I'm hashtag Keto Italia. Prove it Italia. Like, I don't care. So I want you to think about ways, like I said, you can get out of that comfort zone and you can try things that are maybe new for you. Um, and, and I guess it comes right down to enlarging your comfort zone, really. Okay? Because the more you stick to what is familiar, the more frightened you're going to become every time you encounter the unfamiliar, right? So it's almost like intentionally seek out unfamiliar territory, intentionally try new things, intentionally stretch yourself professionally. I want you to write this down, risk being seen as a fool, right? Like ask yourself, did you do something scary today? And I actually have that reminder in my phone. I think you guys know about this already. We talked about it on a 212 training before, but I have a reminder in my phone that goes off and it says, what high level person did you reach out today? Because reach out to today, because I'm trying to stretch my comfort zone. I'm trying to almost look like a fool. I'm trying to make myself nervous every day so I can get better, right? I want to get around people who make me scared, nervous, excited, whatever. I want people around me that make my emotions like, oh my God, right? Um, And so I do that all the time, right? And it's interesting what happens when you do it is you actually create relationships with people because people are all fearful. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to be seen. Those people that you see as like celebrities or influencers or big shots or whatever it is, they get nervous too. They get scared too, right? Like I was talking the other day with Trent, like Trent Shelton and I talk like every day now. It's like, I'm like, oh my God, I told you I was going to be forced friends with you. You just didn't believe me. And then I forced my friendship upon you like that. I told you like I, that's called manifestation. (laughs) But like he was telling me like with Corona, he was so stressed out because 
Um, you know, his whole business was basically online. They couldn't make swag. They, his book couldn't get released. Money then was tight. Like he does. I think sometimes we look at those people, you know, we look at people and we think, oh, they have their whole lives together. Oh, that person has a million, two million, five million followers. Their whole life must be together. And I want you to kind of check yourself when you're sending those messages or you're getting nervous and understand everybody's a human. Everybody has fears. Every single one of us has fears. Every single one of us struggles in one way or another. And just because something looks like something online, it might be a highlight reel, right? And I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm not trying to say trends like doing a highlight reel. I'm just saying like, I know like his house. I know what he drives. I know all these things, right? So you look at somebody like that and you see somebody that you think is like perfect. Their life must be perfect. Everything must be perfect. They must have all the money. They must have all the fame. They must have everything together. And interestingly enough, every single person has insecurities. There's not a human being on earth who doesn't. Like Oprah has insecurities, right? I don't know why Oprah popped into my head, but like Oprah has insecurities. Every single person does. And so what I said, risk being seen as a fool, just do it. Just reach out. Who knows? You might end up meeting your your best friend might be Tony Robbins. You don't even know it right now because you never talked to him, right? You have no idea, okay? So I want you to remind yourself of that. What today, and don't go to bed until you've done it. Ask yourself what, I know it's noon, but like, (laughs) don't go to bed until you've done it. Ask yourself, like, what did you do today to push yourself out of the comfort zone? What did you do today to risk yourself looking like a fool? By the way, this is not a joke. I, (laughs) this is so funny, baby, because I'm looking at all your faces. I always do this when I'm on Zoom. I like scrolling through and looking at people. I was wondering who somebody just was for like 10 minutes. It's Mel Humphrey, and she looks, <laughs> you like dyed your hair, you're so skinny. <laughs> I had no idea, I kept staring at you like somebody's infiltrated the Zoom, like I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, back to business, but I just, you look beautiful. I had no idea who you were, and now I saw, I hovered over, I was like, that's Mel? Oh my God. Okay, sorry, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. You guys look too good, you look too good. Okay, sorry about that. All right, back to business. <laughs> hmm. She does. You dyed your hair, didn't you? It's darker. Or am I like colorblind? You look like your hair got darker and you look tiny. So I don't see you're double, you're double taking her. Oh, and chopped it too. See? Okay. You all can't pull quick ones on me. I can always tell when y'all change, change up, whatever. Okay. The next, uh, the next thing I want you to do if you're trying to get more courageous is I just want you to I just want you to focus on problem solving something like almost do something to engage your brain and that can be anything right but I don't want it to be an emotionally draining activity so something you can do like maybe you can maybe you can read right maybe you can do those sudoku puzzles or whatever because it makes you work your brain maybe you can do a crossword puzzle I like word searches okay I like circle things okay um maybe you can do uh respond to to some emails that don't stress you out or something like that I just think that sometimes for me when it's coming when it comes down to the only word I can really think of is and I I just want to know I'm asking you guys do you ever feel um like anxious sometimes around your business like I don't know if that's the right word but sometimes it's like you almost feel like you're not doing enough or you feel like you're not accomplishing enough or you feel like something is missing and you're like you're just you're spinning your wheels you're like what is going on like I uh, it's almost like you can't get your footing does that like does that relate to anybody I don't know if that okay so For me, I will just tell you this is something I do and then it builds courage because I think I'm building a muscle when I'm doing it is I literally will just sit down and just work, right? I turn off all everything else. I flip my phone over and I just work. And I don't know if this is actually a tip for whatever, but I feel like when I do that, 
I get up after the hour or however long I choose to work for, and it's almost like I can breathe again. Can any of you relate to that? Like, I just feel like, oh my God, thank you for, like, I shut off the noise. I shut off the distractions. I shut off whatever else. I said, I say no to, you know, whatever fun activity I could be doing. And I just sit and I work. That to me kills that, um, I don't know if anxiety, like I said, is the right word, but almost like that emotional storm I feel myself going towards. Like, I feel like I'm getting pulled towards like an emotional storm because I don't feel like I'm doing enough. That just, even if it's just an hour of concentrated time, takes me to a whole other level. The other thing I want to remind you of is please make sure you're doing things that you have to do, right? So um, activities that require your DNA. This being an example, okay, I have to do this Zoom. I cannot outsource a training to somebody else and say, oh, can you please deliver what's happening in my brain right now that I would love for them to have on Courage? Doesn't work. I can't outsource what, I mean, like outsourcing a Wednesday night Zoom, I saw the numbers, you know, like clearly can't do that. Clearly needs Jesse Lee's DNA. I cannot outsource my podcast. I cannot outsource my posts. I cannot outsource a lot of different things in my business, but there are a lot of things you can outsource. And I I feel like if you do that, you put yourself in a better headspace. If you do that, you allow yourself to breathe. If you do that, uh, you just, you put yourself in, in the position to, uh, to, to thrive really. Um, and so I want you to think about that. So for me, it's a lot of virtual assistance. It is in-person assistance. Me knowing that I don't have to have anxiety around, um, trial sales as an example, I'm selling a bunch of trials. They're still getting shipped out because I have the 18 year olds that are at the house that send out the trials. Um, those different things that, that makes a, um, a really, really big difference for me. And so I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of that. Okay. The next thing, if you want to become more courageous, is I want you to actually um, take time to write down those fears. I was reading this in a book the other day, and it was saying that if you can start seeing things almost as like it's a separate part of you, um, and it's not actually part of you, like naming the, the mean voice in your head as an example is really powerful because it'll give you courage when your brain goes, oh, that's not actually me right? That's, that's not actually me. That's Susan or Karen or whatever. Naming those things and, and taking the power away from them is super, super powerful. It allows your brain also to come up with solutions um, that can let that fear kind of pass over you. Does that make sense? What I'm, what I'm saying, like when you have that voice in your head being like, this is, who is this? Um, uh, like, that's not me. This is not me. I think that's super powerful. Uh, and then this has been really, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of sitting down and meditating. I think you, Sarah, your hair looks so good too. Holy, holy moly, bright purple. I let, um, but for a lot of you, maybe you know this, I do a lot of active meditation. I am not somebody who just sits there in kumbayas or whatever. Um, but there is a, uh, a reason that I love to do yoga. There's a reason I love to walk. There's a reason I love to just, um, uh, you know, get, get into my like calmness. I don't know how else to explain that. Um, but for me, I, um, I have to do that. Yeah. Kumbaya. So meditating, you can sit quietly, you can walk in silence, clearing your mind of all the thoughts while you maybe focus on where you want to go with your life can be a huge, huge difference maker, especially when it comes to courage. And so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. I'm a fan of slowing down and breathing. I love, um, 
Um, three, five, four is my favorite breathing pattern. For those of you who don't know, I breathe in for three seconds. I hold for five. I breathe out for four. Do it 10 times. I'll be completely calm after it. Uh, that for me is a really big, big game changer. That's also how we brought Lincoln into the world. <laughs> so maybe three, five, four is like, uh, you know, very, uh, I don't know. That's, um, that's, uh, oh, did you really just type that too at the same time? Whoa. Okay. Uh, that is literally how we brought Lincoln into the world, but it just calms me down. When you can't control your breath, I think a lot of you, if you notice when you feel that anxiety or that fear, you may notice a shallowness in your breath. You'll notice that your actual physiological changes. And so getting yourself um, calmed down uh, is, is important. And I think if you can stop and just do that at least once or twice a day and just focus, uh, you can drive that fear away and you can become more courageous. And then my last tip, and I do have to go because Jenny is telling me there's actually a Wookiee emergency. So um, I am going to have to get off of here really quickly and call uh, call Jenny to find out what's going on with Wook, um, is just embrace your fears and let it go. You know, there's a lot of things you cannot control. Like as, as an example right now, uh, she can't move her neck. I don't know what's going on. Um, she did like underwater therapy yesterday for the first time for her legs and now her whole body's jacked up. I don't know what's going on. So um, but anyway, they said she might have a neurological condition. So, uh, going to figure out what's going on with that. But even like in this moment right now, it'd be very easy for me to freak out. Obviously, uh, I have to understand that I have to embrace the fact that this makes me nervous and I have to let it go because there's nothing I can actually do about it right now. Right. And so for me, I think a lot of the time this can be finances for people. This can be health for some people. This can be a lot of, this can be a relationship for a lot of people. Um, but but understand that everything always works itself out, right? Everything always works itself out. Um, and especially when you're in the middle of a storm, I know sometimes you can feel like, I don't really know if it's ever going to work itself out. Is it really like, is, is, is this the end? And sometimes instead of just breathing through it and staying calm through it, we turn into a big hot head about it, right? We turn into emotional beings about it instead of <sighs> breathing and understanding that everything in life happens for you, not to you. And I think when you have that mindset that life does happen for you, not to you, it allows you to have more courage towards what's going on in your life. And your business is going to take courage. Your business is going to take doing things that make you scared. Your business is going to take a lot of failures to succeed. Um, and I read this on the German Zoom, the, the European and German Zoom last night, but I really love this. This is from this Chasing the Bright Side book about embracing optimism. And um, the the woman who, who wrote this book, she gives, uh, she donates headbands to children with cancer. And so there's a lot of, uh, with, I don't want to say negativity, but there's a lot of darkness that comes with kids with cancer, unfortunately, right? And so I love this. So she says, she's talking about children with cancer and how there's obviously negative situations. And she says, there were moments when I was living in a constant state of dusk. I never really let myself see too much darkness or too much light. I was just protecting myself by staying neutral. But looking back, some of the most transformative moments in my life were the hardest. And whenever we'd want to do something big or create change, we're going to encounter hardships. We might see or experience things that make us uncomfortable, but we first have to recognize that seeing the bad is also seeing the truth, even if it's hard. On one hand, it might be easier to build a wall in front of anything that causes us pain or discomfort. On the other hand, experiencing pain and discomfort can be the starting point for action. The times when we really go for it are typically the times when we're experiencing something bad. When everything is going smoothly, you don't really think about shaking it up. Sometimes it takes the darkness and discomfort to mobilize us to help find the light. 
which I thought was super, super powerful. So um, I love that so much. So now I'm just reading it on every Zoom, but I just think sometimes when we're going through whatever it is, it's a great thing to remember that in order to have optimism, you have to have the darkness. In order to have the great things in your life, you have you won't appreciate them if you don't have the dark. And so um, don't be so scared to have the high, high uh, you know, the highs and the lows. You need both of them so you appreciate them. If you live in that dusk, I love that. If you live in that dusk, um, you won't have that appreciation. And I see Melly Huddy, our newest champ is on here. So another big shout out since we haven't had her Zoom yet. Big shout out again to Melly Huddy and Kauai. She is our newest champ. Or Astrid Voss just hit champ as well. She's not on here though, but she just hit champ in the Netherlands as well. So holy smokes, unbelievable. Super, super proud of every single one of you.